Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. US equity markets erased early gains to settle sharply lower uh, on Friday, failing to build on the previous session's strong rally after the latest University of Michigan uh, monthly survey of US consumers recorded a worsening of inflation expectations. Dow is down just over 400 points or 1.3%, broader S&P 500 down 2.4%, notching its seventh negative uh, close in the past eight uh, sessions. Consumer discretionary, energy and information technology all falling over 3% to lead all 11 primary sectors lower. NASDAQ dropped 3.1%. Uh, to end at 10,321, lower star settlement since the 2nd of July 2020. Tesla and Lucid Motors down 7.6% and 8.6% respectively among the notable decliners. Small cap Russell 2000 index losing 2.7%. On the M&A front, uh, Koga, Kroger I should say, dropped 7.3%. That was after America's largest grocery chain announced um, a $24.6 billion deal to buy Albertsons companies. For the week, the Dow was up 1.2%, however, the S&P 500 was down 1.6% and the Nasdaq with a 3.1% decline. On the US corporate earnings front, it was all about the uh, banks uh, kicking things off. JP Morgan Chase gained 1.7%. Megabank exceeded analyst targets for third quarter earnings per share and revenue and said it would top forecast for its net interest income in the coming quarter. Morgan Stanley dropped 5.1% after the investment bank undershot consensus estimates for both third quarter EPS and revenue. Uh, Chief Executive James Gorman observing that while investment banking and investment management were impacted by the market environment, fixed income and equity navigated challenging markets uh, well. Citigroup added 0.7%. The bank topped Wall Street forecasts on uh, adjusted EPS and revenue, and Wells Fargo uh, up 1.9%, posting stronger than expected revenue for the third quarter, offsetting lower than expected uh, earnings per share. Outside of the banks, United Health Group rose 0.6% after the Dow component and Health Insurer reported third quarter adjusted EPS and revenue that exceeded consensus expectations and lifted its full year outlook for the third straight quarter. US corporate earnings calendar this week sees more than 60 S&P 500 companies uh, slated to report quarterly results. Kicks off tonight with Bank of America Corp, Charles Schwab and Bank of New York Mellon. Uh, other notables uh, for the remainder of the week include Goldman Sachs, Johnson & Johnson, Lockheed Martin and Netflix. Uh, on Tuesday night, Alcoa, IBM, Procter & Gamble, Tesla, Travelers and United Airline Holdings on Wednesday night. American Airlines Group, AT&T, CSX Corp, Union Pacific Corp on Thursday night. And then the week rounds out with American Express, Verizon and Whirlpool with quarterly numbers on Friday night. New economic data front back on Friday night. Retail sales were flat in September, following an upwardly revised 0.4% jump in August. Uh, that was uh, also below economists' forecast for a 0.3% gain. Core retail sales up 0.4% in September, ahead of economists' forecast for a 0.3% gain. I mentioned that University of Michigan uh, Consumer Sentiment Survey rose slightly to 59.8 in October, 9.8 points uh, above the all-time low reached in June and a touch above uh, economist forecast. But within that report, uh, it said uh, uh, consumer uh, expectations for inflation over the next year rose to 5.1% from September's one-year low of 4.7% and expectations for inflation over the next five years ticked up to 2.9% from 2.7% last month. Utility sector up 2% led European bosses higher on Friday uh, night. Pan-European Stock 600 index settling 0.6% higher. That was alongside a 0.7% rise for Germany's DAX and a 0.9% gain for France's CAC. London's FTSE edging 0.1% higher. Investors are digesting a dramatic U-turn by UK Prime Minister Liz Truss, who abandoned her pledged marquee uh, cut in corporation tax and sacked 
Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng. Corporate tax will now increase to 25% as originally planned by Boris Johnson's government, rather than remaining at 19% as announced in that mini-budget on the 23rd of September. The new Chancellor of the Exchequer, Exchequer, Jeremy Hunt, is expected to announce that plans to reduce the basic rate of income tax next April will also be pushed back uh, by a year. That's according to a report in the London Times over the weekend. Rio Tinto is down 2.6%. It releases its third quarter result uh, tonight. Base metals ended the week mostly weaker. Copper down uh, half a percent to just shy of $3.42 a pound. Nickel dip 0.2%. Aluminium down 2.3%. Zinc gaining 1.4%. China's National Bureau of Statistics published inflation figures on uh, Friday. CPI up 2.8% year-on-year in September. Uh, the big driver of that uh, was food inflation, which increased 8.8% year-on-year. Uh, the core CPIs did slow to 0.6% in September, and China's PPI was up 0.9% year-on-year in September. Uh, which was uh, the weakest level since January 2021. The 20th National Congress of the Chinese Communist Party opened on Sunday. Uh, fair to say it started with a fairly aggressive uh, opening uh, speech by Chinese President Xi Jinping, saying that uh, China reserves the option of taking all measures necessary against interference by outside forces on the issue of Taiwan. Went on to say, we will continue to strive for peaceful reunification with the greatest sincerity and the utmost effort but we will never promise to renounce the use of force and we reserve the option of taking all measures necessary. Benchmark spot iron ore rose $1.95 or 2.1% to 96.15 a metric tonne. Gold futures down $28.10 or 1.7% to $1,648.90 an ounce. Lowest settlement since the 27th of September, down 3.5% for the week. Oil prices retreating. Uh, indeed, the benchmark contracts logged their lowest close since the 3rd uh, of October, uh, handing back roughly half of their October gains in the past week. Following uh, some of those downbeat assessments, uh, we heard from uh, the OPEC and the International Energy Agency in their monthly reports. WTI down $3.50 or 3.9% to 85.26 a barrel, down 7.6% for the week, and Brent down $2.94 or 3.1% to 91.63 a barrel, down 6.4% for the week. 10-year Treasury yields are up 5.3 basis points to just over 4%, highest settlement for the benchmark maturity since October 2008. Uh, the two-year note up six basis points to 4.51 percent, highest yield settlement uh, since the 8th of August 2007. Week ahead uh, includes a number of inflation reports, namely from Canada on Wednesday night, Germany on Thursday night, and Hong Kong and Japan on Friday. Also interesting will be the uh, European Council meeting between European uh, Union heads of state, which begins on Thursday night in Brussels, uh, just given the economic troubles that uh, Europe's going through at the moment. Aussie dollar buying a tick over 62 US cents. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.